Week one of the high school football season is in the books, and this is the debut of the High School Football Rewind show as part of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. We'll whip around the area every Saturday morning and talk to the coaches about their Friday night games in this most unique high school football season. Never miss an episode of the program. The best way to do that is to subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. You can also like us on Facebook by searching South Central Wisconsin Prep Report and and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. Really appreciate you being back on board for season number two on the show today. We've got six coaches lined up to talk about their games last night, and we're going to talk about those coaches in just a bit. But first, let's get to the scoreboard. Fall River Rio, they went on the road and dropped a 26-7 decision to St. John's Northwestern Academies in Delafield. Now the Rebels trailed 6-0 at the end of the first quarter, but then took a 7-6 lead when junior Gavin Graham scored from four yards out on a keeper, and uh, they took that 7-6 lead, but the Lancers uh, retook the lead a little bit later on in the half and never relinquished that lead. Uh, they have a couple of really good twins that are big and strong uh, do the Lancers at St. John's Northwestern Academies, Donnie and uh, Phil Austin. Don Austin ran for three touchdowns. Phil Austin ran for another in the victory. The Rebels will host Palmyra Eagle on Friday night. A big win for Randolph. They open up with a 48-6 decision over Johnson Crick. Uh, Zach Paul rushed for 213 yards, including a 90-yard touchdown run. Quarterback Braden Halfley threw for a score, ran for two more, while Logan Vandergallion also ran for a pair of scores in the win. Randolph will travel to Cambria Friesland next week. Speaking of the Hilltoppers, no issues there. Jim Biles must squad 56 to nothing over Kingdom Prep Lutheran in their opener last night. Cade Bermania scored four touchdowns. He had two pick sixes last night for the Hilltoppers in that victory. Marshall, no sign of bus lag as they took a three-hour ride north to Tomahawk and picked up the 39-8 victory. Bryce Frank took a punt back 63 yards to the house at a 93-yard touchdown run and caught a touchdown pass. Matthew Modell also ran for a couple of scores for the Cardinals and quarterback Craig Ward tossed a pair of TD passes in the victory. Marshall will travel to Cambridge next Friday night. Tomahawk is coached by Marshall alum Sam Hernandez. What may have been the most exciting game of the night saw Waterloo pick up a 19-18 win over Palmyra Eagle. The Pirates uh, rallied uh, to get the victory. They got a touchdown pass with 3.23 left in the fourth quarter. Quarterback Blake Hebner hit Brody Shands on a 27-yard TD pass. This game featured six lead changes. Waterloo gets the victory again 19-18. The Pirates will be off until October 9th when they host Cambria Friesland. Watertown dropped a 17-14 decision to Edgewood last night in their season opener. After falling behind 9-0, the Goslings rallied to take a 14-9 lead on a pair of Caleb Huff TD runs. But Edgewood's Joe Hartlieb connected with Matt Garcia on a 42-yard touchdown pass with 4-10 left for the game. Game winner, the Goslings will host Portage next Friday night. If you're looking to read complete recaps of all these games I talked about, you can always head to the sports tab over at dailydodge.com. Coming up on the show today, we've got six coaches lined up. We are going to hear from Cody Schultz, the head football coach at Fall River Rio and the Rebels. Again, that was a game that we broadcast in the dailydodge.com video stream. You can watch a replay of that over at dailydodge.com as well or the dailydodge.com Facebook page. Also, Tom Chase from Randolph is going to join us today. Jim Bilesma from Cambria Friesland will be in the fold. We'll also check in with Matt Kleinheinz. Marshall had the big win up north at Tomahawk. Also Dave Frizzell, head coach at Waterloo joins us today, as will Benji Camrath, the head coach at Watertown. This is the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. The coaches are coming up next. 
Honey, isn't it amazing? What? The, the sacrifice, the dedication, the grit. I mean, they really set an example, don't they? Oh, well, no question. Today's high school athletes are truly special. Not the athletes. Woohoo. The officials. Oh. Today's student athletes are truly special. But there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games, too. Like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape, meet new people, and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Wisconsin. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you. Great call, Rob! Yeah! Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Let's head to uh, the Rebels Co-op Fall River Rio, a game you watch on the DailyDodge.com video stream. Head coach Cody Schultz here. Coach, uh, 26-7 defeat uh, down at St. John's Northwestern Academy. Just your, your thoughts on the opener. You know, uh, I thought that our guys were working hard. They were trying hard. Uh, but in the end, I, I think that we were out physical and the other team was a little bit better shape than we were. And so we have to work harder in practice and uh, we got to continue to get tougher. You know, that's what we're preaching. But you can't just say the word and expect it to happen immediately. It's stuff that builds up over a long period of time. And that's what we got to build our culture for. Uh, overall, there was a lot of great things going on for us. We just fell on the short side of the stick and uh, we can't wait to get back at it next week. I think the guys are ready to put this one behind them. New week is tomorrow. And I know, you, obviously, with the most unique offseason anybody's ever had for football, I mean, you didn't expect to see perfect football here today in week one, did you? No, absolutely not. You know, we were actually down uh, two starters on both sides of the ball, replacing three all-conference linebackers, two all-conference running backs, a bunch of new faces, uh, guys that have never played football before. Uh, you know, they, they've been involved in sports but never played football. They did they did great things for us today. And the best part about it was whatever you asked a kid to do today, he went out and did do the best of his ability. We played people today we never thought we were going to play. And uh, that was pretty, for me as a coach, that was rewarding even though we lost, to see a kid step up say, yes, coach, I'm going to do my best I can. Coach, I screwed up. I'm sorry. I'll get it next play. You know, that's the kind of toughness we need to have. Coach, is there any way, and obviously being week one, you're probably thinking about yourself a lot, but to prepare for the two Austin boys, I mean, because they're, they're big, strong guys that, you know, they just beat you down and wear you down. No, I mean, as we prepared, we knew what they were going to run. Every play they saw, we saw today, we knew was coming. We just couldn't stop it. So that was tough. Um, you know, as a football coach, you try to out-scheme X and O's, and I thought our schemes were fine. But when we physically couldn't stop them or we couldn't stop the play, it was tough. And we knew who it was going to. But, I mean... I, I have at least 18 high tackles that were missed, and that was just in the second half. So we need to clean that up. Uh, but when you miss a kid, those kids that are that big and strong, and you go high, you're not going to win. I know you have to look at the film, but there were some, some good performances from some of your kids as well tonight, right? Yeah, there was uh, there was some stuff. Uh, you know, the two that stand out in my mind are Riley Price and Eli Schultz-Wiersma. Uh, Riley and Eli are brand new to football. Riley's a sophomore, um, and Eli is a... Uh, Eli's a junior. Uh, they did anything he asked for today. Uh, I mean, they have never played football before, and Riley came in as our starting Mike linebacker. He played some two-back for us. He made a mistake on a play. They scored a touchdown on it. And I said, Riley, you owe us one now. I, he said, I'm sorry. I'm like, nope, nope, apologies. You owe us now. The next punt that came down hit their guy. Riley recovered. He's like, is that the one I owe you? I said, absolutely. So we're back, you know, we're back to square. And then uh, Eli. Eli uh, missed the beginning part of the week, came later in the week. He was normally a defense end and tight end. Today he played T-tackle, nose tackle, D-end, uh, left guard, right tackle, 
uh, and tight end, and I made him switch his jersey during the game about three times because Adidas was supposed to send her jersey today. They did not come because of the the bad weather going down south, so they weren't able to get here. So we're chaining in stuff. We had uh, Dayton Epps step up as a center and get some varsity reps, and he never thought he was going to play. So it was a bunch of different guys. And like I said, it's frustrating to not win, but there's positives to build off of. Did you ever think, though, usually mid-August you worry about cramps and such, but who would have thought end of September you'd have an 80-degree day at kickoff? Yeah, I agree. You know, our kids were worn. They were they were tired. Uh, but we only had one kid cramp up, so I'm glad they're taking care of their bodies during the week. But, uh, yeah, they had a, quite a bit of cramping over there. And uh, I think both both programs were like, oh, man, is it hot? <laughs> you know, is it hot? And, man, are we out of shape? Both of us at the end saying, man, we got to work harder. Coach, as, and you just got to get back on the horse. You're back home next week. Palmyra Eagle coming to town. Just, just your early thoughts on them. Uh, you know, they're a good team. Uh, they were a good program last year. Uh, they're going to be another good team this year. Uh, we look forward to the challenge and uh, opportunity to prove ourselves next week. Rebels head coach Cody Schultz. His team falls to St. John's Northwestern Academy. He's 26-7 in their opener. Coach, thanks for the time. Thank you. The Randolph Rockets are 1-0 on the season after a 48-6 win over Johnson Crick on a Friday night. Let's bring in Coach Tom Chase. Coach, happy with your squad in the opener last night? Uh, yeah, very happy. We executed very, very well, played some really good defense, and uh, it was a really, really good team win. Offense, defense, specials, everything went really, really well. Considering that you didn't have the normal off season where guys maybe weren't doing what they would have been doing, uh, I, you have to be happy with what appeared to be a, a pretty crisp, crisp effort on opening night. We had some good things offensively. We really did a great job of uh, moving the football in the ground game, and we actually threw the ball a little bit more than we normally do. And then defensively, I think between Travis Allen and uh, Zach Paul and Logan, Jack Sertagic had a phenomenal game on defense um, as well. So Zach Paul had a monster game on offense. I think he had 213 yards rushing. Zach Paul, can you talk? We had a 90-yard touchdown run, Coach. Can you kind of talk about how that thing developed? Uh, yeah, we just ran an inside beer play is what it was. And uh, quarterback read it correctly. O-line blocked it beautifully. And I think Zach probably broke one tackle. And then he just outraced the angles of uh, the safety and was able to beat everybody to the end zone. So it was just awesome, awesome run on his part and great execution by everybody. Uh, do you expect to have, you know, we talked a little bit in the preseason, Coach, you have a lot of different weapons on offense, you know, nine guys back on offense and defense. Do you expect different guys to have, to have big nights and night in and night out for your team as the season moves along? Yeah, we probably do. It'll depend really on, you know, what the defense gives us. We don't do a whole lot of special things. It's just a matter of if they give us this, we're going to do this. And tonight we were able to get the fullback the ball a few more times because of the defense they were in. And some people are going to try to take that away. And when they do, then it'll be the quarterback or the slot that'll hopefully, if we do a great job with our execution, we have a chance to get some people the ball. And some people have bigger games than others, depending on what we see in the defensive front and, and all the defenses we see. Coach, you have Cambria Friesland next week. Just have you had a chance to look at the Hilltoppers at all or take a look at what they did in their scrimmage last week or anything? No, I have not uh, at all yet. So, you know, we've got our work cut out for us. I know that, you know, Coach Bowsman does a great job over there with their kids, and they're going to be fired up. It's a local rivalry. Um, uh, and so we need to have everything ready to roll. It doesn't matter what happened, you know, today. We need to be ready next week. So uh, it's going to be, a, it'll be a great game. Well, Coach Tom Chase, congratulations on the 48-6 to win over Johnson Crick in the opener, and uh, look forward to week number two next week. Thank you. We appreciate you guys covering us.
Let's move over to Cambria Friesland High School right now where the Hilltoppers picked up an impressive 56 to nothing win over Kingdom Prep Lutheran in their opener on their home field. Coach Jim Bilesma joins us. Coach, just uh, were you impressed with your kids' effort in week one last night? Well, uh, maybe surprised is a better word. Um, because of our low numbers this year, we have done very limited scrimmaging and when we do that it's seldom 11 on 11 and so uh, we were I guess we we knew we had all the pieces to the jigsaw puzzle but we weren't quite sure we had fit them together well but uh, the kids uh, from the first play came to play. Uh, let's start with the defense first, Coach. You pitched a shutout against uh, Kingdom uh, Prep Lutheran. Uh, just uh, what did you see from your defense, and what were some of the keys for them uh, leaving that goose egg up on, on the scoreboard? Well, we had uh, two pick sixes by Cade Bermania, both of them long plays. But uh, and, and Cade's a gifted athlete and, and uh, dangerous once the ball's in his hand. But uh, complementing that was the pressure that our that our uh, defensive line put on their quarterback. Uh, Griffin Hart had a great game in terms of uh, if he wasn't getting to the quarterback, he was certainly altering the, the flight of the ball. And uh, our D-line, uh, and we rotated them, but uh, a lot of it was Gavin Winchell, uh, Eli Lehman, uh, Tate Dieger. Um, they were collapsing the pocket, so... Uh, Oftentimes, their quarterback didn't have time to set and read. How about on the offensive side of the ball, Coach? Uh, again, you said you had some defensive scores in there, but th did you feel like your offense was efficient, and, uh, and what, what did you see from them? I, I thought it was efficient for our first game, and for our first game that uh, we didn't have a scrimmage, um, and we had been playing musical chairs in the offensive line, but... Uh, the the one that we put out last night, uh, the pieces seemed to fit. And so um, all three of our running backs, all four of our running backs scored last night. Um, and uh, let's, let me think now, several of the plays were outside plays where we got to the edge, but uh, three of them were inside plays too. So uh, uh, we were very efficient in, in that way. What was the atmosphere like last night? Obviously, with with such the unique offseason that you had, what was it like when you finally got out on the on the gridiron to dig a game, which many people you know didn't even know if it was going to happen this year. Right. Um, we talked about that just before we took the field. That uh, n this year nothing is guaranteed. Let's just enjoy the next forty eight minutes of football because you never know what could shut it down. And uh, the kids, and it was also senior night. Uh, we took. We had senior night and parents' night just in case the, the season comes to a premature end. We wanted to make sure that um, those things were taken care of just in case uh, something like that would happen. But uh, I thought the seniors responded very well. Um, good leadership, positive leadership, and uh, a very physical ball game. Did you have much information? Obviously, Kingdom Prep Lutheran's a, a, a new varsity program. Did you have much information to prepare on it? Did you just basically worry about yourself here in week one? Uh, mostly worried about ourselves. The, we, we found on YouTube 10 minutes of film from last year, and uh, we based our game plan on that. And uh, some of it was accurate, some of it wasn't. 
But uh, on the other hand, I'm blessed with a, a great coaching staff. So, uh, you know, uh, Jim Knudsen has been our defensive coordinator for 31 years. There isn't much that's going to surprise him. And then Scott Wartruba has been our offensive coordinator for 26 years. And uh, he's our eyes in the booth. There isn't much that escapes him. And so um, we opened up uh, fairly successfully on offense. And uh, through his note-taking and whatnot, uh, uh, we were gashing and slashing. So... Well, coach, it, uh, it obviously you got a, got a big a big game next week already. Randolph, who looks like they're firing on all cylinders as well, coming to town. Just early thoughts on Randolph. Well, you're right. They're they're one of the premier teams in our district now. I guess you don't call it a conference anymore, or but uh, they are uh, they've got some great athletes, and uh, you know, Coach Chase is one of the better coaches around so uh, he's really done a great job there so uh, as prepared as we thought we were this week we'll have to be more prepared next week and uh, as good as we thought we performed last night uh, we'll have to step that level of performance up next week well coach Jim Bilesmo congratulations to the Hilltoppers on their 56 to nothing win over Kingdom Prep Lutheran in the opener and we will chat next Saturday Okay, I appreciate you talking to us, Wade. The Marshall High School football team uh, took the three-hour road trip up to Tomahawk and picked up the 39-8 victory last night. Uh, we're going to bring in head coach Matt Kleinheinz. Coach, no bus lag for your squad last night. Looks like they took care of business in week one. Uh, yeah, it was good. Obviously, you're always a little bit worried about that with those long trips, but um, you know, we got up there, took care of business. Um, we ran a little behind from where I thought we would be, but it, it turned out okay. Sometimes, sometimes if you get there too early, you know, kids get nervous or stand around too much, and we were moving right as soon as we got out of the bus, so it was probably a good thing. Coaches, how this thing shake out? It looked like you guys uh, took control early and and, uh, and and ran away with the victory. Yeah, it was. We had a really good first half. Um, we uh, went down on our first drive. Um, punched one in there, and then um, we were we, we we had Bryce Frank was outstanding last night. Um, really changed the momentum of the game twice. He um, took a punt back about 65 yards for a touchdown, um, and then we had a great goal line stand. They had first and goal inside the two. Uh, we ended up stuffing them uh, back at the six yard line or seven yard line, and then the next play, Bryce took off 93 yards for a touchdown. So um, he had a big night. Um, our freshman fullback Matthew Modell had a very nice night, a couple touchdowns offensively. I thought Craig Ward threw the ball very well. Um, our secondary was outstanding, and our interior uh, D line was very, very good. So it was a very good start to the season. Um, obviously, we're going to have a tough one next week um, with Cambridge, but it, it was a good start. Coach, you know, talking to a lot of the other coaches in the game I was at, you know, first halves were kind of sloppy, a lot of flags, just because you hadn't really seen a lot of true 11 on 11 action in game situations. Uh, but it seems like your team, uh, you were pretty satisfied with what you saw, especially early on from your team. Yeah, actually, we were very good. Um, we were we were very sharp. I think I think um, just kind of our change in practice routine, uh, being able to work on fundamentals a lot. Um, I, I think last night for an opener was as good as we've been in my coaching tenure about knowing where to go. Um, we didn't have a lot of missed assignments. 
Um, and our technique was very good. We didn't, I think we had one holding penalty the whole night just because, you know, we've been able to work so much on bags and work on technique. So, um, that, that was definitely a, a high point. You know, and obviously, as we expected as a coaching staff, we did struggle a little bit uh, with open field tackling because we just, that's not something we can do uh, during the week. You know, we get the, the one trip up the Fall River on Wednesday nights to work on our tackling and things like that. So um, we're going to have to find some more ways to be creative about trying to, to simulate some open field tackling with dummies or tackle wheels in practice this week. Coach, uh, I just can't talk about how this Tomahawk game came together. I know there's a connection to Marshall to the Tomahawk program. Yeah, it was pretty neat, actually. So um, Tom, Tomahawk, uh, their new head coach, uh, well, this is the second year, Sam Hernandez, uh, is a very good friend of mine uh, and a Marshall alum. And uh, we had been talking at one point in the summer, and he's like, know anybody needing a week one game? And I'm like, I didn't really know anybody. Um, well, then we lost Dodgeland there right before the season started because they decided to you know, push their season start date back a little bit. So I sent Sam a message. I said, you still looking for a week one game? And he's like, oh, yes, we definitely are. Do you know anybody? I'm like, how about me? <laughs> and so it was pretty neat how that all kind of came together. And it, um, it was a lot of fun last night to be up there and coach against him. And Sam's dad, John Hernandez, was there, who, who also is a very good friend of mine. And John was my assistant baseball coach um, forever. So it was kind of neat to have all of us there in one spot uh, playing in the Northwoods. Gorgeous facility they have. It's a brand-new turf facility. Um, just a great stadium. They're a very gracious host. So it, it really was a good night. Coach, I know obviously a smaller school, the kids are, you know, playing together and, and, uh, and doing things in multiple sports, but still a three hour road trip. Does that kind of give add a little bonding uh, of the football team? Uh, getting to spend that much time together on a bus? Yeah. I mean, we didn't have everybody on the bus, um, you know, with our Corona guidelines, um, we have parents assisting with transportation, um, you know, but for the kids that were on the bus, you know, the last time we, we were on a bus together, we were coming home, licking our wounds from a, a playoff loss up in GET. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was great for the kids to be together. It was kind of interesting. I was talking with the coaches on the way home from GET last year. Uh, there wasn't one kid awake on the bus ride for most of the way home. And last night, I don't think one of them slept the whole way home. So um, I guess just kind of the difference between winning and losing and the enthusiasm of the kids. But I'll tell you, Wade, the best part about last night was was just seeing the kids and the excitement and, um, you know, just having fun playing the game of football. That was just the coolest thing to me. I was watching some of the video on the way home from the game, and I actually found myself just watching the kids um, celebrate with each other after a big play, after a touchdown, watching the kids on the sideline get excited. That was as neat to me as – uh, going up there and winning a game, just seeing the kids get back to a sense of kind of normalcy. Coach, you talked about a little earlier, Cambridge, a big one next Friday night. Yeah, they're they're a very good football team. Um, they return outstanding quarterback in the, in the Stein kid. Um, he's athletic. He can throw it. He can run it. He can run you over. He plays middle linebacker for him, too. He's really a special athlete. Uh, very good running back uh, as well. And the Colts kid, he's he can scoot, um, and he's a very slippery back. He's fast. Um, you know, they're, they're the top dogs. They have been for a while and it's, um, it, it's their conference until someone goes and takes it for them. And hopefully we can get our kids uh, rallied up next week and we can go do that. Well, Matt, hopefully you can enjoy this one a little bit before you start thinking too much about Cambridge Marshall, a 39 to eight winner at Tomahawk last night. Thank you for the time at Kleinheins. You bet. Take care, Wade. Let's slide over to Waterloo right now where the Pirates picked up an exciting 19-18 victory over Palmyra Eagle. May have been the most exciting game of the night in week one of the high school football season. We're going to bring in head coach Dave Frizzell. Coach, just an uh, uh, exciting one for your team to get the, the win in the opener? Uh, absolutely. Uh, 
kids showed a lot of uh, resiliency, uh, kept battling back. Uh, we played from behind the whole night up until the very end, and and uh, it, was, it was good to see that kind of a win for us. Coach, you never know what you're going to get out of your squad in week one, but this year may be the most unique year of all, you know, where you didn't have a lot of off-season work and such. But when you, when you looked at your team, just uh, uh, what did you like about what you saw from them? But, you know, obviously getting the W, but, but fundamentally-wise, did, did you see some good football? Um, well, it was it was a little sloppy in the first half for both squads. I think uh, you could see the the rust and the layoff. It, it affected both teams. Um, but I really I really liked that uh, we we tackled uh, much much better than we did last year. Um, I think you could see that a lot of the off season work that the kids have put in uh, has has shown paid some dividends. Um, uh, we did a much better job tackling, and uh, last year where piles would move. Uh, forward when other running backs would carry the ball this year they were moving backwards so I think that was one of the biggest uh, things I took out of the the game last night was I think we're much improved defensively in terms of tackling and then offensively uh, up up front our offensive line was able to sustain uh, two 13 play drives um, mostly running the ball and uh, so I guess I I think that again shows uh, some really good improvement in our strength and conditioning. Coach, and you mentioned high school football, it's hard to put together double-digit drives when it comes to plays because it's always something you, know, you get a holding penalty somewhere, you get you know, maybe you put one on the turf, you turn it over. So for kids to put together multiple you know, big drives like that just shows you that, that they were focused, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we, we, uh, in the first half, we really did play a lot better than the score looked. Um, our, our backs missed some holes, and so we talked about it at halftime that – uh, the line was doing a good job, and and our backs were just missing some things. And in the second half, uh, the backs did correct those things, and and instead of uh, a negative play or a, a one yard gain, they were three and four or five yard gains, and that was that was how we were able to just keep sustaining those drives and uh, some timely passes uh, by our quarterback Blake Hebner. Um, so it was yeah, it was very impressive. I didn't realize that there were two 13 play drives until after the game, but. Um, it, it was it was fun to watch us be able to sustain things. Coach, you mentioned playing from behind, but this was kind of a back and forth game, though, wasn't it? A lot of lead changes, but they just kept answering your scores. It, it was. They started out ahead. Um, they were ahead at halftime, uh, six nothing, um, and then we 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 took a, a long drive to start the third quarter, ate up most of the third quarter. Uh, then they blocked a punt, uh, recovered it on our one, and scored right at the end of the third quarter uh, to take a twelve to seven lead. We went down and had another 13-play drive, uh, took the lead. Uh, they came back and scored. So it was a back-and-forth battle. Uh, they, they were probably in the lead more than, than we were most of the night. Uh, we were just fortunate to, to have the lead at the end. Can you talk about that game-winning uh, score that you got late? Well, uh, it really was set up by a, a play before that. Um, it was We were in a third-and-long situation. We called a screen pass, and... Uh, Eugene Wolf, who's our junior running back, uh, caught the ball, and really there was nothing there. There were three uh, defenders right there on top of him, and somehow he uh, he made a move and eluded all three of them and turned it into a 40-yard gain, um, which you know really could have been a fourth and eight, and we would have had to make a play in order just to keep the game going. Uh, he made an unbelievable play to get us uh, a 40-yard gain, and then the next play we threw a a 27-yard touchdown pass to one of our newcomers, uh, Brady Shans, who's a, a basketball player 
baseball player who has never played football before and decided to come out this year and ends up catching the game-winning touchdown pass. Well, Coach, now you have, uh, what, a couple weeks off now until you host Cambria Friesland on October 9th? What do you do with two weeks? Uh, well, next week we're going to get back to the basics again. And, you know, we didn't get to have two-a-days this year or, or extended practices, so we're going to treat this week kind of like a extended uh, preseason fall camp, really kind of work on some things that we didn't get a chance to work on, the smaller details, because we were just trying to get ready to play a game. Uh, so I think it'll be good for the kids to be able to brush up and review and, and kind of uh, ask questions and, and fine-tune some of the things that maybe we still need to fine-tune that we just didn't have time to do in this, this jam-packed season. So uh, for us, it's kind of a blessing in disguise, I think, to have that week off and, and do some of the things that we need to do to improve for that stretch that's coming up where we'll play uh, just like a regular season. Uh, Waterloo picks up the 1918 win over Palmyra Eagle in their opener on Friday night. Head coach Dave Frizzell, thank you so much for the time, and I guess we'll talk in a couple weeks. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Let's move over to Watertown High School right now where the Goslings dropped their opener to Edgewood 17-14 as we bring in head coach Benji Camrath. Coach, uh, squad, you fell behind early, but it looked like you were able to kind of pull it back together and take a lead here. Just describe what you saw from your team last night in week one. Uh, I thought thought we uh, definitely showed our inexperience and youth on both sides of the ball. Um, In the first half, we really struggled sustaining drives. Uh, We had a lot of mistakes up front. Um, a lot of missed assignments, uh, had some uh, route errors, and uh, just couldn't get it going offensively. Found ourselves down nine nothing going into half. Uh, defensively, I thought we played overall pretty well. Um, just gave up uh, a block punt in the first half where they had a short field, and uh, otherwise, uh, first half was good. Uh, second half, we started get it going offensively. We were able to take the lead. Um, and then uh, they uh, had a big scoring uh, throw down the sideline uh, to take the lead, and, and uh, we couldn't overcome that late with our last drive. Uh, had a couple mistakes and uh, found ourselves losing that game, as you said, by three. You know, Coach, you mentioned a lot of new faces. I know we had talked to, uh, before the season, and you had mentioned you were going to uh, look at uh, rotating quarterbacks. Did you end up doing that last night? Did you multiple guys see, see time under center? We did, yeah. We uh, we rotated a lot. Um, our first guy played a little bit more uh being that our other quarterback played uh, safety most of the game, um, but we did use them both, um, and I thought that they both did some really good things, and I think we'll continue to use them both uh, because they can both run well and throw well. Um, you know, for us, we just got, again, we, we brought back uh, only one starter uh, on offense, truly, which was our uh, tailback, and um, so we're going to continue to kind of make mistakes we play a lot of juniors right now and um you know i think our kids will will grow each game but uh, you definitely saw that youth uh an inexperienced show last night in, in our home opener coach you uh, defense also told me that you're going to have a lot of different guys you're going to have opportunities to to make plays and, and do things on the defensive side of the football did you get a lot of guys in there on that side as well and did uh and did you show flashes though of what maybe this defense could be yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought our defense, you know, for the most part, played really well. They, it was it was just one or two big plays. Uh, we rotated six or seven guys in defensive line. We saw a number of guys come and play defensive back, and uh, I thought we tackled well. We created uh, turnover, um, and we, you know, for the most part, didn't give up uh, a lot of big plays. So there's uh, definitely definitely a lot of uh, bright spots in our defense, and. Uh, 
<clears throat> and our offense definitely has the potential to to, to be good. It uh, you know it's just going to be improving week by week, and uh, we'll find a way to watch that uh, film and learn from it. And uh, look forward to our week two matchup against Portage. Did it feel like a game day atmosphere? We always talk about Watertown; they got a pretty good atmosphere there for home games with, with things differently and stuff. Are you too into the game to notice? But did it still feel like game day, even though with all the changes we had this year? I think pregame, um, you know, definitely felt normal as far as um, you know being out in the field and uh, getting everything that you're doing the normal routine that you you do before each game. Uh, it, it definitely didn't feel you didn't feel that same energy um, during the game. Uh, just being really quiet, you don't you don't have the students and uh, you know cheering and, and um, you know the crowd. You just don't hear it as much. Um, you know at, at times, different times in the game, at, at different uh, spots, the, the crowd would uh, get a little louder, but. Yeah, it's different. You miss uh, you miss the students being there, but that's the reality right now. And and we're following the protocols that uh, the city and county put in place. And and so we're making the best of it. We still, I told the kids, feel really fortunate we got to play a fall front last night. And uh, you know that they should uh, definitely um, you know feel like this was an opportunity that everybody gets. And and uh, we'll look forward to hopefully playing the next one. Uh, this coming Friday night. Well, Edgewood edges the Goslings last night, 17-14. Coach Benji Kamroth, good luck next week as you host Portage. Appreciate it. Thank you. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Wisconsin, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. That is going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Reports High School Football Rewind Show. My name is Wade Bates. Again, thank Cody Schultz from Fall River Ryle for joining us. Uh, Tom Chase, the head coach at Randolph. Jim Bilesma at Cambria Friesland. Matt Kleinheins from Marshall. Dave Frizzell at Waterloo. And also Benji Camrath over at Watertown. We're going to have another show on Wednesday and then next Saturday morning, another edition of the High School Football Rewind Show. Again, the best way never to miss an episode is to subscribe to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report at your favorite podcasting site. Also, like us on Facebook, like the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report, and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. If you do like the program, drop me an email. Send it to wadebatesmedia at gmail.com. That's W-A-D-E-B-A-T-E-S media at gmail.com. And again, you can always find all the latest going on in South Central Wisconsin and prep sports at dailydodge.com and click on the sports tab. I'll have updates there, all the prep scoreboards from all the sports all week long on that website. If you want to relive that Fall River Rio game at St. John's Northwestern Academies yesterday, you can also watch that at dailydodge.com. Just click on the video tab or go to the dailydodge.com Facebook page and you'll be able to rewatch that game as well. Until Wednesday, my name is Wade Bates, and you have been listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.